Yo, what up? This is Mike Brown. This is Alpha. And this is the art of letting go. Letting go. Letting go. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sounded it's, it's, good. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> we got a uh we got a guest in here today. Yeah. And uh we were actually talking about the singing voice before we got on. <laughs> and he gave me a little encouragement, so I appreciate that, brethren. But go ahead and uh Introduce yourself one time. Uh, it's Carolina West here with the brothers, man, in the smooth hour, chilling, feeling good. How you brothers doing today? We're doing good, man. Tell them what you do. I do a little bit of everything, man. I just wake up and, and see what serves me that day. I try it out. I'm not mastering anything yet, but, you know, we, we in the practice mode. This whole life is, feels like a practice mode for me, and I just wake up and try things out. Sometimes I write songs sometimes i read books you know so i don't like to you know we were talking about putting labels on stuff yeah. i'm just a human you know expressing myself in different ways and and you know art is a big part of that so exploring different parts of the art is 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 what i'm about that's word that's word well uh i believe you've heard a couple of the uh the podcasts that we've done so uh, do we have a topic today that we getting into or are we just flowing? We do. It's funny because the topic that I was thinking about him and I were talking about earlier, but letting go of labels. You know okay. what I mean? Because um, we were talking about music, but really I was thinking about life and just how these labels put us in boxes. You know, you could be boxed in by your religion your sexuality your race and i don't want to be boxed in by none of that shit i really right. just want to be mike brown that's real i definitely um i feel like maybe the last maybe since i turned 25 i started having a problem nah, maybe even older than that and now that you mention it probably started with uh it started with religion religion was my first like label i had to really analyze and and being growing up in the church that was my first experience of of music first experience of family you know yeah. and that was one of the first labels that i had to you know everything comes with it came at a crashing down on me at first like you know i started to realize that i just didn't want to be labeled as just a christian right and i kind of started like rebuking it to the point where it's like uh get this label off me so it took some like soul searching and took some more uh diving deep to even understand that label and know that it's not a you know a fault to put a label on you on yourself, but you know you do have that choice. You do have that choice of uh, of of, of uh, labeling yourself or not labeling yourself. Yeah, that's real. I, um, <clears throat> it's interesting that this ended up being a topic because uh, I've been having different conversations with different people about a multitude of people. Well, not multitude. I maybe like three or four people, but um, about labels in particular and. Um, the whole Christianity thing and, and putting a label and calling myself a Christian and and really what I see myself is as a, I see myself as a child of God. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like a lot of times people wear certain labels of the, the labels that will keep them outside of coming in and fellowshipping with other children of God. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm not ready to go to church because I do this or I can't come near because I do that and they're classified as this thing like they say I smoke so. Mm-hmm. I can't come and it's like I'm a smoker and it's like just come like right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying Definitely. Um, but I know that within the church as well it can be identified where they they label you 
too. You right. know what I'm saying? And that kind of makes this outsider kind of feel to it, uh, which I really hate um, when that does happen. It doesn't always happen, but I, I, I definitely think this is a good situation or topic to kind of go and dive into. I kind of got to get, I'm trying to get out of like a different mode. I'm trying to get into the like, yeah, we recording right now. Right, right. So, <laughs> but uh, but no, nah, this is good. I'm glad we, we going there. I definitely don't fault the labels though. Like, man, if if you want to label yourself something, that's really you know. I guess it, it takes a lot to really say this is what I am, especially if you know the negative and the you know the positive that come with that. So, I just you know I struggle with labeling myself certain, but certain things you know I had to redefine or figure out a definition for myself before mm-hmm. I threw that label on me. Right. You know. But at the end of the day, like one thing I'm realizing is just you know labels are just words. And even words don't really define what they are. They're just symbols we use for this thing. But that thing was a thing before you put your label on it, your word on it, your mm-hmm. symbol on it. Mm-hmm. Even Christianity was Christianity was something else before the word Christianity was even invented. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our our thinking or our labels that we throw on something is not necessarily the definition of it. That's so real. Kind of walk in that and, and keep that in mind when you when you're doing anything. You know, that's real. Uh, I think um, for myself personally, I had to, I remember, okay, so I remember uh, like growing up in a church and, um, you know, that's just what I did. I went to church with my with my pops and my moms and we just, that's what we did. We went to church every week and um, I got to a point where I went to college and I stopped going to church and I was like, I'm partying. This is cool. Like, I like this, you know what I'm saying? And then I wanted to get back into the church, but I found myself confused uh, as far as um, I was labeled a certain way when I was within a certain church and I had to find my way out. So basically I'm saying all that to say that what I had to do was just like you were saying, do some self exploration on my own. Like talk to God person, like, yo, you show me who you are. Cause I'm tired of t- people telling me who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like you tell me like straight up, like you keep it a hundred. I'm going to, you say asking, you shall receive, you know, seeking you so fine. So I'm like, all right, I'm asking, I'm seeking. And like, tell me, <laughs> what it is and that really helped me out um where when it came to my faith and who i am and how i identify as a child of god or a christian or whatever um and that's not the only label that's the label i'm just happening to talk about right now but um yeah it just it's just interesting to me i think that like to go back to what you were saying just identifying things for yourself. Don't just listen to somebody because they said it and that let that be your end-all, be-all. Like, really explore whatever it is for yourself. Ask questions, you know what I'm saying? Like, find to get more knowledge about whatever it is and then make an educated decision about it instead of just, like, nah, that ain't. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's going to speak. I guess for me, I don't like the labels because the labels feel like a box. Um... You know, my whole life, I've never really felt a part of something. I feel like I've always been able to move in and I've been a chameleon. Right, you know right. what I mean? Being able to move through so many different different sectors and circles of life. So, you know, to have a label, it's like, and, and fuck, I'll just put it out there. Like, just as far as the sexuality shit, like being gay, it's a part of me. It's not who I am. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And... Sometimes it feel like, and maybe it just may be in my own head, but sometimes it feel like motherfuckers trying to make that who you are. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. And I don't want that shit. Definitely. I think um, 
even pushing past uh, the music. Yeah, I, I feel you, man. This is like like uh, pushing past the uh, religion. Like religion was the f- this first start that made me say, okay, I, I want to start questioning everything. Cause I grew up almost like you, same same story. Mom and pops, you know, used to drag us to church every yeah. every day, damn near. Cause my mom was <laughs> <laughs> mom was like the secretary of the church, so, right? Okay. So we was just you know Bible study Monday, children's choir, all yeah. that. And then pops just stopped going one day, and I was like, why he stopped going? So you know, and then the church started talking, you know, a little slick stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time about him, and I and I just used to go to my pops and and talk to him like, this is what they saying, whoop de whoop. And he almost gave me that same thing. Like, man, it's, at the end of the day, he said, when you meet your maker, you're going to have to have to talk to him, you know, one-on-one. Yeah. And he knows your heart. He know what you want to call him. You know, he know what you call him by, whether you say God or you say brother, you say father, you say whoop-de-whoop. So it definitely, it definitely is uh, something that doesn't define you. It doesn't have to define you. Yeah. If you don't want it to define you. Like, right. Like, um... So then after that, after I stepped away from the religion or just started researching more, you know, I started getting into my my pro-blackness and stuff. And there's a million different labels just by calling yourself a black person. Like some people say, don't call yourself black. You a more. You this. You yeah, African. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you spent two hours on that just going through <laughs> them different labels. So it's like that's a that's another thing. Like, man, some days I don't want to just be a black man. Like, I know that sounds crazy, but sometimes I just want to be a human yeah. or just want to be, you know. Just want to exist, right? Without having to go through all this, figure out what you are. All the labels do is help you get some pre notions of me, right? Without actually exploring who the hell I am, straight up. You know, you just want to cut to the chase, yeah. And that that's just not us no more. That's not our society. Like people are so complex, yeah. And I think that once you can get more comfortable with that, like I think it was last week or the week before, something like that. We were in here talking, and I was like. I'm a chameleon too. Like I feel like I analyze whatever situation I'm in and I be whatever part of me needs to be in that situation. You know what I'm saying? So I can be uh, super goofy and charismatic and whatever in one situation and be super serious and whatever in another. You know what I'm saying? And one group may see me as, oh, he's a serious guy. Another group may say, no, he's a really goofy guy. And it's like, I'm both people. You know what I'm saying? But I just who I am when I choose to be whatever I choose to be who I am, right. you know, if, if that made any sense. Definitely. But no, I agree with you, man. I think that once you can get comfortable with yourself and just outside of like the social constructs of who you're supposed to be based upon your skin color or your uh, your race or your your gender or your sexual orientation, you know what I'm saying? Like once you can get past all of that stuff and be like, I'm alpha. You know what I'm saying? I'm Wayne. I'm Mike. I'm Caroline. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you can do that, I feel like it changes the whole aspect of it. I remember once I was in, um, it was like a, a Bible study, and uh, my pastor asked, um, who do you see Jesus as? And uh, I think I might have talked about this last week. I can't remember. But, um, and I was like, I see him as a human. Like, he's a man to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's God. Of course he's God, but he has human characteristics. Like, he gets upset. He gets sad he he cries he you know what i'm saying and so seeing god in that way for me made it easier for me to be comfortable with i'm a, i'm just a man and i'm just gonna be that and let everything else kind of flow right, and right. figure it out from that from that angle you know what i'm saying and that that's where i feel that too like i said like you said learning learning them and i had to learn them through experience going through like you said being black being this being that and 
really just like you said just want to exist and that's what i've been doing lately like i haven't been letting nothing hold me back and you know just being able to have conversations like this being able to talk and be open and express shit like this like that's what helps me grow and that's what helps me feel good and it's like we just sitting there just having this conversation yeah. you know what i mean the, the labels can definitely uh limit yourself too you know like you say it definitely puts you in the box and you won't realize it until you step outside that label and we were we were having that talk earlier just like the label of hip-hop being on me for so long you know i've just been born and raised in hip-hop and it wasn't until i just took a break like hey you know i can live or die outside of this and just exploring other musics and exploring other arts and that gave me a, a greater perspective on what I could do with hip hop. You know, I'm like, let me take some of this other stuff because I'm not just a hip hop artist. I don't yeah. just have to rap. Right. You know? So realizing that, you know, that it it, it opens your perception up mm -hmm. a little bit more to other things. Yeah, I think that uh, from here, and it's it, I was just thinking while you were talking, like it's funny that I don't want to particularly be inside of a particular label. But I'm proud of being a black man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm proud of certain labels that I'm proud to be a Christian. I'm proud to be, like, even though I don't want to be boxed into anything in particular, yeah. I'm proud of the different aspects of who I am. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And I think that once, you know, really identifying that and being comfortable, like, like I just, I'm, I mean, I'm repeating the same thing over yeah. and over yeah. again. But, but it's, it's a part of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't let that one thing define you. Like, trust me, I'm, I'm proud to be black. I'm proud to be everything that I am. But yeah. it's like... Don't define me by that one specific thing. Like mm -hmm. all of those things make up who Mike Brown is. It's just cool. Like it's cool to get up with. Lately, I've been talking to more because it's been my immediate surrounding more black men mm -hmm. and just opening up and having dialogue about life in general. Like mm -hmm. I feel like the label of being a black man is you have to be a strong man. You mm -hmm. can't uh, share your emotions. You can't. Um, you got to have it all together. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's right. like, I don't always have it all together. Right, right. And I don't always want to hold my emotions. Definitely. And I don't want to, and not even like, I don't want to, I want to be angry and lash out, but it's like, sometimes I just want to cry. And sometimes I just want to talk to somebody that understands that I just want to cry and they go listen and not tell me like, you're more than a conqueror. Right, right. You know, it's like, all right, I know what the Bible says. I don't. I don't feel like a conqueror right now. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> right now, you know what I'm saying. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, I see that as well. Like um, being a father, you know, and and uh, I don't have. I don't live with my son. You know, I get him every weekend. Yeah. But his mother does things her way, and I do things my way. So I kind of got to keep that in in perspective, even when I'm talking to him. And, and there's certain things I want to instill in him. I want him to be a, a proud black man. But right. But he got so many things in him, you know, his mother's Belizean and they kind of see stuff from a different, you know, mm -hmm. different angle. They don't even sometimes they don't even call themselves like black people, right. which is which is something that I have to respect. Yeah. You know, so it's like, is it important to throw this label on this boy so he grows up thinking that he's this? Like, that's not important. Right. And like now I seem like I study um I study my grandparents a lot and my mm -hmm. father, and I start to see like certain things that weren't important to uh, a generation how do, I, how do I put this I feel like certain goals of a generation change you know it changes each generation because right. you get a little more yeah, and yeah. you grew up with a little bit more so you want a little bit more yeah. so like where labels was maybe something that 
two generations ago, you proud to be a doctor or proud to be a bus driver, you know, because mm-hmm. y'all never had that. You didn't have, weren't, you weren't able to have that label, you know, 10 years ago. Right. So now it's like we're the generation of walking into this freedom, you know, and being more of like uh, polemics, which is meaning like you study everything, mm-hmm. you know, you can be masters at more than just one craft just right. because we have that ability technology is you know put us to that so it's really important to almost be labelless, you know so you can explore every damn thing right my son he's in every damn thing all all sorts of music so I, I would be a fool to limit him because i want to throw this label on him like mm-hmm. or i want him to grow up in this light because who knows yeah who knows what i'll be stifling if right. i just let him do him yeah you know that's that's dope too because I don't have kids yet. My wife and I are, are, are trying to have kids or get pregnant right now. And um, that's something that, like, working in a, in, a, in a mental health field and working with so many different types of people and realizing that everybody's different, but we all have the same emotions. Um, and we all experience life the same way as far as experiencing those emotions. Like, one thing might make you mad and another thing might make me mad, but we both still get mad you know what i'm saying and kind of recognizing that and allowing your i said all that to say like allowing my whenever i do have a child um allowing my child to just grow up and be you know what i'm saying and let them choose whatever path that they want to go on whether they want to be a doctor or a lawyer or whether they want to be a musician i hope that i can be an example for my child but if they choose to go another route if they want to look at one of my brothers or um, somebody else. If, as long as they're looking up to somebody, right. you know what I'm saying. Like that's what's important to me. As long as you're following some type of direction that is leading you on what I see as the right yeah. path, even though it might not be something I would have done, um, I'm definitely open to that. So it's just dope to hear somebody who has a child, who has a son, right? Yeah. Um, kind of think that way now because I don't have kids yet, so I'm. Right, right. I'm kind of like forecasting <laughs> how I would be as a parent, but you know, you you never know what feelings get involved when all of that comes. So it's definitely a, uh, something I had to learn. You know, I haven't always been this open, but you bump your head. That's that's the that's the thing I don't think parents admit enough is some of this shit is just practice. You know, <laughs> the first kid, man, that's the practice, bro. You, I, I look at my sister and I realize sometimes, like my older sister. Like, you was the practice child. They had to, you know, <laughs> figure out what, what worked and what didn't work, you right. know? And that's why you kind of got that edge to you, you yeah. know? But uh, it's that way. Even with my son, like, to take it even deeper, my son was born two months premature. Oh, okay. So he was in the hospital for two months before we even took him home. Brain brain uh, hemorrhages, all this stuff. So when he got out, they always have to monitor to make sure, you know, He's not on the spectrum or, or this or that. And it's just like every every stage of his life, they've been trying to throw some type of label on him. Mm-hmm. And I kind of grew up in that era, that, that era of, you know, uh, Ridland and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Cause my mom pulled me out of school in third grade. Okay. She was like, because they was just trying to put labels on me. You know, your, your son's hyperactive. He need Ridland. He this. He ADD, ADHD. You know, all them yeah, damn yeah. labels they made up, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I see my son going through the same thing. And he's so brilliant that it scares people and they don't know what to do with it. So they just try to slap a label on him like he's too hyper. Whoop de whoop. I done pulled him out of three different schools mm. in the first grade. Like, wow. what are you telling me? You can't, you know, candle a first grader, you know? Yeah. And so now I got him in. Yeah, he's in a Catholic school right now. Okay. And I'm not Catholic by any means, but it was one school that I felt that wasn't wasn't pushing the label on him. And just let him be him and, and seeing the genius in him and and fostered the genius and helped him with 
whatever else he needed, you know, because yeah. he's a ball of energy. Yeah. And he'll get the he'll get the lesson before you know she get it out of her mouth. So if he if he get what you teaching, he just he's putting his his mind into a, something else. You know, yeah. he got to keep himself preoccupied. So, but they seen that and they were able to, you know, work with him and deal with him and and, and without putting a label on him and mm-hmm. saying, hey, he has to do it this way or. He's a spectrum kid and all this extra stuff. So it's, it's cool. I just let, let people be, man. Some people is, are geniuses. Some people are geniuses in their own way that we don't understand. Right, right. And it's, it's the label is what can kind of hinder it, mm-hmm. you know, just because you're trying to understand this one thing. Even with even with God sometimes, man. I'll be, I'll be searching for God so many different ways. You know, God, just let me know. Yeah, let me know yeah. something, man. What you want me to? I'll be, I'll be saying prayers like, God, what you want me to call you? Because I don't want to call you by the wrong name. Right, and, right. and I get there and you got beef with me because I've been calling you, <laughs> you know, the wrong name. Yeah. But it's like, God is God for a reason. It's, it's supposed to be somewhat of a mystery, you know? That's what the faith is about. So even you putting a, that's just your human brain had to put a label on God, you mm. know? And, and religion, I feel like, not to, I don't want to, I hate to disrespect anybody's religion. This is just from my understanding, you know, my truth. But religion, I feel like, is a, a, a tool of spirituality. And it's just a label. I'm not saying that it's bad, but it's a, it's a way that some cultures understand their spirituality. Mm-hmm. I was in a seven-day Adventist church. My mother is seven-day Adventist. Um, when I, they had a guest speaker, a guest preacher, and it was a, a Samoan pastor. He was like, you got to be a small thinker to think that God can only speak to one people in one type of way, mm-hmm. you know, just like you change it up when you with your homies, you change up your language and you with your classmates, you talk a little square with your grandma, yeah. talk a little different. You like God know how to speak different language. Even Jesus, he hung out with the, you know, he hang in the hood right, right. and he was at the yeah. temples, you know, so yeah. you got to speak the language and you got to know, you know, what languages to talk. And I don't know how that ties in the labels, but you feel me? I, I, I feel think, like it's that way. I think that it, it ties in the labels perfectly. I think that um, it's just about finding your your comfort zone, finding your group, finding your your niche. Your your you know what I'm saying? Like that group of people that you can really be yourself with, mm-hmm. so that when you are outside and pe- because people are gonna label you regardless. Like I can tell people not to label me all I want, but they go do it regardless. And so I just have to be comfortable with, all right, you go do what you do, but I'm still going to be me and I'm still going to do me. And I have a group of people I can go back to that I can be comfortable with, you know what I'm saying? And be myself with and be with the homies and be this way. But when I go here, all right, I'll play the game. You know what I'm saying? But it's, this is a part of who I am too. Like when if it ever came down with the homies and, and I had to be more business, all right. I can do that with y'all. I might talk to y'all a little different. I might crack a joke. I might make fun of you if you do something wrong because you're my boy. But I ain't going to do all of that over here necessarily. So I think, you know, with the whole label thing, it's just people are going to do it. And it's just about really just identifying who you are, going back to your just your true self. Like, who who am I? I absolutely agree with that. Like, it, like you said, just being yourself because, you know, listening to what you were saying about just how God speaks different languages and stuff, it made me think about you know, me seeing myself as a chameleon, like really embracing that, like being able to, to hang with, you know, whoever and talk to whoever and still be myself and be cool. Like, yeah. So, yeah, man, that's that's deep. Definitely. Even with the um, since we in Long Beach, I don't know if, if your peoples know that you are in Long Beach, yeah, yeah. but even this city, um, I've always had like a, a love for Long Beach, even though I'm not from here. But it seemed like a place where you could just be you. Yeah. I see the weirdest motherfuckers in Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> and they just cool. Ain't nobody fucking with them. Right, like, right. Like, 
long and it's different from other cities, man. Because I work in like Orange County and I see it like it's just it's different, man. But out here, you can be you. Like I, I just came from my my favorite store in the world, Shades of Africa, and it, okay, I just picked up a book for my son from there. But I was in there and it was it was white people in there. It was a homeless kid dude in there reading mm-hmm. the book. And ain't nobody looking at you crazy, you know. Ain't nobody uh-huh. looking at you sideways. It's just how they get down out here. It's yeah. like you go to the skate park. It be it be hood niggas. It be it yeah. be squares. It be yeah. you know beach bums, druggies, you know bougie cats, you know all that. And yeah. and it ain't really that type of friction. It's just we all Long Beach, and just how we get down. So I I like that feeling. I wish it was. I try to take that with me, you know, when I'm on the road and stuff. Yeah. Even with the band, you know, the band is like we never know what kind of crowd we gonna get or it's gonna be a hip-hop crowd or a rock crowd or you know whatever so we just don't even like putting labels on our music like hey it's just it's just what it what it is you tell us what you think it is yeah that's what's up i like that i think that's why too uh this is like closer to the downtown long beach area so like i could walk downtown i can walk up the street and i'm in the hood i can walk to the beach like everything is right here and i love that because i really get to see a different side of everything like you're saying you know what i'm saying it's a i lived in la for a while moving out here from uh from new orleans and i was like i can't do la like i'm about to move to houston i'm about to move to atlanta i'm about to move somewhere and then i moved to long beach and i was like oh okay cali's kind of cool like i can appreciate the other aspects of la since i don't have to live in it no more um but yeah, it's just I found my going back to the same thing I was saying before. I found my place. I found my spot, and this is where I'm the most comfortable. Um, I've been able to, you know, build a studio since I've been here. I've been able to like get my mind right since I've been here. It took some years. <laughs> it took some years and some progress, but you know, I got there. So that's what's up, man. I appreciate you coming through. Most definitely, man. It's, yeah, man. Let the people know where they can find you. Man, you can find me on Earth. You know, usually where I be chilling. If you want to come out to my 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 my, my pad, man, nah. Uh, you can find me online, Carolina West. Some form of Carolina West is usually in the name. So Instagram, Facebook. You know, if you if you find me on Facebook, I'm gonna be talking a lot of crazy shit. But you know, don't, I'm just just love me, man. Just love me. Uh, you can find me us on SoundCloud. Check out my band. My band is dope, man. It's a bunch of. Uh, amazing musicians that just just want to share their uh their art with the world and they're the same way man they white guys mexican dudes you know and they all from different walks of life like literally like my man chico he writes a lot of our music he's from mexico and we all got a different you know different story to tell but we all just expressing ourselves you know and and coming together and doing what we love to do that's right so the sovereign artist is the band check us out that's right all right, well, you got anything else you want to speak on, Mr. Brown? Nah, man, that's really about it. Um, let them know where they can find you, Alpha. Let them know where you at on social uh, media. Alpha is uh, Alpha, A-L-F, like Wheezy F. I always say that, but it has nothing to do with that. But A-L-F-P-H-A underscore presents on everything, social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter. I don't never be on Twitter, though, but Twitter, look me up. I might come on if you talk to me on Twitter. I might come on. Uh, and uh, Facebook and um, again website coming soon uh, and yeah man Six Magnolia is the studio if anybody ever wants to come through uh, just holler at me if you want to be on the show or holler at us if y'all want to come in and you know let go Mike Brown where, where can we find you at you can find me at primomiguel.com for the music 
um, and everywhere else on social media is Top Shelf Mike Brown. All right, that's what we got. So this is uh, Alpha. This is Mike Brown. And this is The Art of Letting Go. Letting go. Letting go. Hey, I'm coming. Hey, man, I said on the episode before, Drake, whoever was your vocal coach, my G, <laughs> link your boy, because I'm about to come out with the vocals. Like, y'all really think it's a game. I'm not playing. I say it on every episode, and I guarantee you, tell me I haven't gotten better. I'm waiting. <laughs> 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 I'll let y'all. <laughs>